Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. Hello, welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, your host, life coach, and psychotherapist. And on today's episode, I'm discussing Bob Ross energy for fatigue and stress management. Hello, I want to talk about Bob Ross today. I've been channeling Bob Ross energy in this episode and in my life. I think of Bob Ross a ridiculous amount, y'all. The grandpa I lived with as a child was an artist and a fan. Saturday naps were Bob Ross infused. I was such a stressed and anxious child. His voice was tranquilizer, writing sound waves. When I'm in the mountains outside Denver, I hear him as if he's painting the landscape as I hike, just for me. A little tree here, a little tree there, like somehow I've made it into one of his paintings. He was wonder, magic, and ease. I even coveted his white man fro. It was so big and so cool, couldn't get over it as a kid. I've thought of him more this year, carried him with me with a lot of intention. What if we allowed more Bob Ross energy into our ways of being? I'm bringing Bob Ross energy with me to ride out this year, no matter what happens in the bigger world, because it's going to come down to me choosing the energies that I want to carry and that I allow in my personal world. And whatever we choose and repeat, we're practicing If you or anyone uses politics to practice anger, you will be angry. If you use politics or religion to practice righteousness that separates, you will likely feel alone or separate or isolated. Words are spells and thoughts are powerful. Let's see if we can dive into Bob Ross energy and melt into the mindful teachings of painter and PBS star Bob Ross. Here's a little background that I pulled from Wikipedia, because some of you younger people might not know about Bob Ross. His TV show was called The Joy of Painting, and there's this really cool feature on his website. I checked it out today before recording. You can go onto his website. It's just bobross.com, I believe. 
and you can enter your zip code where it says TV and it'll show you where and when his shows are available in your area. You can still buy his classes and his books and his shows. He was born to a carpenter and a waitress in 1942 in Daytona Beach, Florida. He loved and cared for animals as a teenager. He dropped out of high school in the ninth grade, and he worked with his father as a carpenter. He lost part of his index finger while he was working on his left hand. It didn't impact his painting later. And at 18 years old, he enlisted in the Air Force. He rose to the rank of Master Sergeant, and he served in Alaska, where he first saw snow and mountains as a Florida boy. He developed his quick painting technique in between work when he would have breaks, and he started selling his art. He's quoted as saying that having held military positions that required him to be tough and mean, the guy who makes you scrub the latrine, the guy who makes you make your bed, the guy who screams at you for being late to work, he decided that he would never yell or raise his voice again if he left the military. I have Mr. Rogers and Bob Ross in my head as two of the most soothing male voices in existence. His show ran from January 11th, 1983 to May 17th, 1994. Most recently in the UK, the BBC re-ran all of his shows through the pandemic this year while people were on lockdown. And you can still train in the Bob Ross method. I have some art from a New Orleans painter. This is a little side story. He was taught by Bob Ross himself. I bought things from this man. I wish I knew his name for years when I'd go back to New Orleans at the French market. The very last time I saw him, I bought some of his Bob Ross shells. I have three of them. I will take a picture and add them at Patreon. And he told me about Bob Ross, how sweet he was, how much he liked being one of his original students. And he paints in the Bob Ross style on the inside of oyster shells. They're beautiful. Swamp scenes. The cool thing about that guy and his painting method is he also caught alligators. And the last time I saw him, he had an injury on his hand because one of the gators he tried to catch bit his hand. Yes, this was a very Louisiana interaction I had. But just another way that Bob Ross connected me to a really heartfelt moment. This man was so happy that I bought his art. I think about him probably more than makes any sense to. There's something special about artists. There's something special about that Bob Ross kindness that maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed, has been passed down through his trainings and through his teachers. And I'm hoping still now honoring his memory. He died at the age of 52 of lymphoma on my 15th birthday in 1995. He kept his diagnosis a secret. He was reported to be very, very private. I'm fairly certain he was a highly sensitive person and possibly an empath. He was certainly an introvert and with military experience, a potential trauma survivor, I'm giving him honorary inclusion in the Emotional Badass Tribe. And I want to review some of his quotes that you can hear him say in his own special way on any of his shows. His show is The Joy of Painting. And probably his most famous saying is, We don't make mistakes, just happy little accidents. 
really take that in. We don't make mistakes, just happy little accidents. One of the ways I can really ask somebody about their childhood trauma is not by asking about their childhood trauma. If I ask the question, hey, what happened in your household if you knocked over a drink? That tells me a lot about the energies that they grew up with. Way too many of us as highly sensitive people and survivors grew up with messages that we were never supposed to make mistakes and that if we did, something was very wrong with us and bad. Imagine letting that go and living from a place of we don't make mistakes, just happy little accidents. In art therapy, that's one of the agreements as we get started, that you're going to do a little art. And as you do it, there are no mistakes. You're going to work with whatever's there because that's what we're tasked with in this life too. We can't just crumple up a paper, throw it away and take a fresh one and have a clean slate. Be real nice if we could do that with life, but we can't. So what's available to us in art is exactly what Bob Ross is so famous for saying. We don't make mistakes, just happy little accidents. And an accidental brush stroke can turn into a tree, can turn into a mountain. Another quote, talent is a pursued interest. Anything that you're willing to practice, you can do. Take that in. Talent is a pursued interest. Anything that you're willing to practice, you can do. I am a living and breathing example for you to look at, dissect, ask questions of if this is part of what your growth edge is right now, that you really can attain and grow into talents in anything that interests you just by pursuing it. This is true for me in terms of yoga. I showed up at yoga as my joke is the most inflexible person on the earth. And now I can put my palms on the floor in front of my feet in a forward fold. I was super convinced that it was impossible for my body to be able to do that. On this podcast, I practiced for years on the microphone too before doing this podcast. It helped me find my voice. It helped me shed my imposter syndrome. It helped me take up space for myself. I just released a Patreon episode on how important it is to take up space as a human being healing neglect. As a coach, as a therapist, I'm different now than I was in my first few years as a newbie professional. And that's as it should be. Talent is a pursued interest. Anything that you're willing to practice, you can do. What happens for your life if you live from this belief? My art, my pattern drawings that I've been doing for nine years. I'll try to find an old one and a new one to put on Patreon to show you the difference that a pursued interest makes in our growth. We grow our talents through love and passion and practice and hours. We can do anything. I was a little girl who struggled to find my voice to explain what was going on inside of me and external to me as a little girl in a dysfunctional family. And now I'm on this microphone every week. What is it that you want to pursue? What's calling you? What happens if you give fear the finger and give yourself permission to pursue it? 
right this second, you're even practicing listening. What a beautiful thing to grow. Anything, anything that you pursue and practice, you will grow talent in. Consider allowing yourself to fully believe that and live from that place. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about pivotal moments in history? If so, then try my new podcast, Calm History. It's a time machine of tranquility filled with immersive and fascinating stories from history. Prior episodes include The Pilgrims, Marco Polo, Henry Ford, Joan of Arc, Jackie Robinson, Klondike Gold Rush, Ancient Greek Olympics, Easter Island, and the Great Pyramid of Giza. There's also a six-part series about the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. Another Bob Ross quote that I love, there's nothing wrong with having a tree as a friend. This to me sounds like the statement of a plant empath. There's something right about having a tree as a friend. This might sound crazy or even dangerous to the average mental health professional out there because we think of, we're taught to think of isolation and withdrawal as depression symptoms that are very dangerous and precursors to suicide. But for highly sensitive people, I I think it's different. I know it's different. If a person has been abused or neglected, betrayed by human beings, a tree friend may feel safe and help us build a bridge back to human relationships and vulnerability. There have been times in my life when I really didn't have people to rely on or didn't know quite who I could rely on and who I couldn't. Then and now, I can rely on a tree to be there time after time, right there in the same spot. I can trust a tree to listen and not talk back, not judge. I can trust the stability and the strength of a tree to stand on its own. And a tree doesn't lean on me when I feel spent or tired or drained or weary or broken and trying to build myself back up. Trees can offer me Consistent support if I sit and lean against them, even if I hug them. And they can offer me protection from the sun by giving me shade. It's a simple relationship. And sometimes in life, we need to strip down the complicated nature of relating and go back to square one if we've been rattled or betrayed. Today, I have trees and people as my friends. There's nothing wrong with having a tree as a friend. Another quote, I guess I'm a little weird. I like to talk to trees and animals. That's okay, though. I have more fun than most people. If this isn't the statement of an empath, I don't know what is. Just walking around proving he's an empath. What have we been taught about adulting, y'all? That adulting is rushing and stuffy and serious And we have to deal with the real hard things only. A lot of us have been taught that adulting resists imagination, resists playfulness and wonder. That's kids stuff. 
well, I'm not that kind of adult. And I feel so supported that Bob Ross wasn't that kind of an adult. I blow bubbles. I talk to trees and animals. And it's true. I think I do have more fun than most people. And more fun is available to you too. Can you take that in? Especially this year, while stuff is still just weird. It's still okay to have fun. And more fun is available to you no matter what's going on. And I love your weirdness. Please be weird. And I thank you for it. The more that I share my special weirdness over this show and in my personal life, the more comfortable I get with myself. That's just human nature. It's how we work. What happens if you allow yourself to embrace and love and honor and respect the ways that you are amazingly weird? I guess I'm a little weird. I like to talk to trees and animals. That's okay, though. I have more fun than most people. Another quote, I can't think of anything more rewarding than being able to express yourself to others through painting. Exercising the imagination, experimenting with talents, being creative. These things, to me, are truly the windows to your soul. Expression is our human right and gift. We can utilize it and expand. Expression is vulnerability in action. It's how we show ourselves. It's different than words. It's different than a conversation. By sharing our depth, by sharing poetry, by sharing our paintings, our drawings, our felting, our clothes sewing, all the things that we create and make and express and show, music, dance, yoga, It allows people to peek into our deeper being, our soul. And since who we really are, are deep people, this is where our authenticity lives. There's a lot out there on social media about authentic entrepreneurs. It's a buzzword right now. This is how we show our depth. Not by being naked on Instagram, but rather by expressing ourselves. And if your art is nude photography, then yes, that fits. Expressing is different than attention seeking. And if you create art to attention seek, I think you miss something. If you create art to people please, I think we miss something. Exercising the imagination, experimenting with talents, being creative, these things to me are truly the windows to your soul. I think that's why we feel what we feel when we consider Bob Ross. I want to end with this quote. All you need to paint is a few tools, a little instruction, and a vision in your mind. What Bob Ross is offering us here is simplification. And simplifying is spiritual. It's psychological. Simplifying is how we act for ourselves in peace. As sensitive people, many of us can be maximizers. I certainly am. And I need this quote to move forward with the good enough and embrace the lessons of simplification and flow. And I need that lesson over and over and over again in my life. Perfectionism sits back, always waiting to take hold, to jump in. 
maximizing an experience. And a lot of that makes us stall out and not get started. I see a lot of HSPs frustrated in their creativity. If this is where you are, consider taking some of Bob Ross's simplification strategy. All you need to paint is a few tools, a little instruction, and a vision in your mind. Push the rest out. Pick up that brush and get started. I said that was going to be the last one. I fibbed. One more. Mix up a little more shadow color here. Then we can put us a little shadow right in there. See how you can move things around? You have unlimited power on this canvas. Can literally, literally move mountains. Bob Ross, teaching us empowerment via painting. What if you allowed yourself to feel this powerful, even if only on a canvas? This empowered to make choices This empowerment to make choices and move things, to move yourself, to move life forward, it's yours. We can practice our power in art expression, and we can take it off of the canvas and into our worlds. Just like we do in yoga off the mat and into the world, just like we do in therapy out of our sessions and into the world. I hope you enjoyed spending some time today with me and Bob Ross As we get closer to November, we really need to pull out our self-care strategies and we need to dig in. Instead of having news going on in the background, maybe Bob Ross, the joy of painting, would be a lighter choice. Your power sits in how you choose and what you choose to do and what you choose not to do externally and what you choose to do with your self-talk and not do with your self-talk internally. One of the impactful ways that you can support the show if you're listening and you're getting benefit and value and help from the show, one of the ways that you can help support us is by getting on iTunes. I know it can be kind of a pain to go through all the steps, but getting on iTunes and giving us a five-star review that helps keep us high in the podcasting charts. It helps algorithms give the suggestion of emotional badass to new people. Rarely does a day go by when me and the team do not receive messages from people who are realizing that they're highly sensitive, that they're survivors, that they're empaths, and that they're not crazy That's a very powerful, life-changing thing that you do when you get on iTunes and write a review. So I want to thank some of you who have done that. I want to thank Drew to Chris. He says the show is great for caregivers and anyone in empathic professions. I'm so glad some of the episodes have given you a sense of peace during hectic times. I want to thank Highly Sensitive Human. I finally understand who I am and why I am. That's wonderful. Thank you for being out there listening and sharing the show. I want to thank MJSXING. This person says, I need not just want to say thank you for truly making me feel like I am not alone in this life journey. I am a multi-type empath and INFJ. I am also an INFJ. And I have been seeking to heal myself, but it's not been an easy road. I miss my inner child. I stayed in it in a physically and emotionally abusive marriage with a narcissist for years because of my teachings in childhood. 
My parents were very old school. I came out alive, but not well. She's thanking me for putting so much meaningful content in such a short time. You are so welcome. Thank you so much for taking a moment to let me know what the show means to you and to let anyone else who finds the show know what they're getting into when they find me. No matter how you might be struggling listening to my voice right now, because of this year or because of personal things going on for you, know that all you really have to do is keep putting one foot in front of the other and keep choosing the next right thing and to lean into growth work and expand and shed what no longer serves. You are unalone. What I just read in that last review is so many of our stories as highly sensitive people. We did the things we were taught, trying to survive, and many of us came out alive, but not well. Adulting is our chance to grow into the wellness that we always, always, always deserved. Every human being does. I want to send out light and love. I'm an emotional badass. Bob Ross is an emotional badass. You were an emotional badass. And together we are where Moxie meets Mindful light and love. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to Calm History dot com.